Welcome to the Half Hill Report, news and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Taj Mafuni, and we have a very special episode this week. Professor Talib is back in the studio to talk about uh, an adventure she had recently with some of the other ladies in our little extended family here in an episode we're calling Ladies Day Out. Well, Professor, welcome back to the studio. It's so great to have you here again. It's good to be back and with a totally different topic this time. It, it is. It is going to be a totally different topic. Uh, and I, I'd say let's just get right into it. Um, I heard that you and some of the rest of the ladies in the family had your own day out. That you all got together and went on some kind of an adventure. What, what was it all about? Well, yes, we did. Um, after Velmic and the others went out on their, their boys' day out, um, one of our, as you told me, one of our listeners suggested that the ladies should have their day out too. So we did. <laughs> oh, really? That's true. Velmic and and several of the other uh, other correspondents on the show have definitely had their uh, had their have had their days out. And their as a matter of fact, I, if I recall correctly, it was what was it? Jan and Jan and Velmic went out went on a boys day out and uh, so this was so this was your answer this was your uh, ladies at ladies day out yes and fully supported by Velmic, i might add uh, you know i i that's actually who i heard about it from uh was uh, Velmic that he was looking after um that he was looking after uh alice and uh and jan mentioned something about it too so i thought why you know why not have you in the studio and talk about it so tell me who all went and where did you go? Daolin, Demesis and Tilly, and Irie and I all went to Srila Village. Where, really? Irie went with you? Yes, she did. That's, you, you know, I did, I, I don't know. I, I, obviously, I've met Irie many times. I, I have trouble picturing her on this kind of a trip. You know, she what? was more fun than I had thought she would be. Um, I'll I'll talk more about that later, but we really, really enjoyed her company. She wow, that's funny. She's always struck me as kind of uh, earnest. Well, yes, yes, she could be very earnest. Okay, and she was. Okay, <laughs> she has the courage of her convictions. She definitely has that. Yes, as regular listeners to the show, she is the outspoken per, uh, spokesperson for the Red Crane Society, and we've all heard the no, uh, the uh, news stories about that. So, Srila Village, uh, lovely place. I've been there uh, a few times myself. How did you happen to choose Srila? Do you remember some time ago... Uh, Demesis and Velmic took Alice to visit the Cloud Serpent. Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, I believe that was at the invitation of Vendir Donbo, our yes. good neighbor and friend of the show from right there in the Jade Forest. Yes, and someone there recommended it to them at the time that 
that they should visit the inn there. I believe that was when Valmik was still doing inn reviews. I I know he doesn't anymore. No, he and he is uh, quite vocal about the fact that uh, he doesn't do inn reviews. I have to be very careful right. about how I ask him about that. Yes. Well, that's wonderful. But well, Demesis, thank you. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Demesis remembered and suggested that we should go there. Well, that's fantastic. Hey, big shout out to uh, our, our, our good friend, uh, Vendir Donbo, friend of the show, and uh, for uh, for making that recommendation and uh, for making that invitation. And it, I hope uh, we learn some really interesting things about uh, Srila as a result of that. Um, so you went there. Tell us a little bit about the village itself. Well, as you know, it's on the northeast coast of the Jade Forest, which is a beautiful, beautiful area. Um, the village itself is on several levels with beautiful, incredible bridges and staircases leading all around. Um, there's a big, a huge Mogu statue overlooking the village right, really? by, a, right by a waterfall. Um, and according to the rumors we heard, the, it's the image of a Mogu who the Pandaren admired because he made some reforms in the, in the system. He was apparently nicer than some of the other Mogu and attempted to get some rights for the Pandarens and uh, accomplish some other things as well. Really? So one of the good Mogu? Yes, or one of the better Mogu, One perhaps. of the better Mogu. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. That, uh, uh, well, it sounds, uh, it sounds beautiful. And as, as I've said, I've, I've been there myself uh, a number of times. And uh, it, is, uh, it is just a gorgeous place. And uh, I'm so glad that you guys got to experience that there. Um, I, I have to ask, I'm not asking for an interview. I'm not asking for an interview. I, I know you don't do interviews, just like, you know, Velmic doesn't do them anymore. Um, but did you happen to stay at the inn? Well, we visited the inn, and it looks a lot like the la Lazy Turnip, um, except that it has different furnishings, and it was a, a nice place. But we had also heard about some other places. Um, one was a a little less expensive place run by a very nice Jinyu named Smiling Yu, but it only had one bed upstairs and the view from the porch wasn't wasn't um, very exciting. It was looking well, at a was cliff it? as a matter of fact. <laughs> when it, it was looking at a what? <laughs> at a cliff. It just oh. the, the little platform just went out and then there was a cliff right there. So <laughs> we went on down to the beach and we wound up staying at a, a little fisherman's cottage uh, that was built right over the water uh, with two stories with a nice bedroom upstairs, beautifully decorated. It had a lovely bonsai and a soaking tub, which appealed to us. And the porch on that one uh, just looked right at the ocean. In fact, you could see the wreckage of a horde ship off in the distance from, from the olden days. Oh yeah, that, that sad uh, remembrance of uh, of uh, of those times, and it, it's still there, huh? It's still there. Wow. We didn't go explore it, but we could see it from a distance. So I don't know what kind of shape it's in. Oh, okay. And it just what right off the uh, right off the coast there. 
I think it's on an island or maybe a peninsula out there. It's across the water. If you look, ah, okay. look out right. from the cottage, it was across the water. Well, I'm, I'm sure you guys must have gotten into some adventures while you were there because, you know, how could you help but get into adventures with that group of people between Dowlin and Demesis and Tilly and goodness knows what Irie must have gotten up to. Tell <laughs> us what you did while you were there. Well, we spent the first morning wandering about the village and observing all of the beautiful architecture and going to see the waterfall and, and the statue. And as we were wandering about, we ran into the Lang family, Mr. and Mrs. Lang and their daughter, Ariel. Mr. Lang sells fish, and Mrs. Lang sells flowers, and Demesis bought the most beautiful bouquet of black roses for Tilly, and Tilly was just thrilled. Black roses? Black roses. Really? You don't see those very often, and, and, and Tilly liked those, huh? She loved them. Uh, that she thought sounds they were like quite wonderful. Black roses sounds like Tilly all over for some reason. <laughs> And then after exploring the village in the morning, we went to lunch. And as we were having lunch, the villagers were, some of the villagers were there, and they were talking about some kegs of ale that had been stolen by Hosen and were being held in a cave south of the village. Oh, boy. Well, you yeah. can imagine what Tilly thought about that. She was having none of that. Um, so... So did they, they go? So it sounds like yes, they, yes. Oh no! They they went off to retrieve the um, the kegs, uh, and which they did. And as we heard later, they also discovered that there were there was a connected cave with villagers being held by spiders. Mm. So they also killed a bunch of spiders and released all the villagers they could find. So this and was they, this was just Demesis and Tilly, you and Dowlin, yes. and uh, uh, you and Dowlin, and and uh, Irie chose not to uh, go off on this adventure. Right, they felt like they could handle it themselves, and we were there. We wanted to do something more relaxing. Okay, so what relaxing thing did you find to do there? Well, Daolin and I decided we wanted to go fishing. And so we went down to the docks and we were going to fish there. But then we ran into a very interesting individual named Johnny Rotten, who's apparently a legendary figure in that part of the world, who does not show up very often. But whenever he does, the fishing his presence always guarantees really good fishing. And so people are known to flock there and um, when, when he's spotted and catch rare creatures. Huh. That's Johnny Rotten. How, how did he happen to come? That, is that a family name? What it, why, why do they call him Johnny Rotten? Well, he, he wasn't undead. Oh, but dear. I don't know if that's... A reason. Oh dear! Oh dear! So, sounds like a sounds like a name of uh, somebody that might be uh, 
a, a, a front man for a band at the Dark Moon Fair, doesn't it? Uh, it, just, it does. It, it does, oh, actually. Boy, yes. wow. Yes. In any case, he recommended a lovely little spot for us to fish um, over under the water, uh, near the waterfall and underneath where the big statue is. It was just a little cove with one other angler there and a, a very pleasant fellow. And we spent the afternoon fishing and chatting with him. Well, that sounds, that sounds like it was really nice. So, so Demesis and Tilly were off fighting Hosen and spiders. And that just sounds like Tilly. And I'm sure Demesis just went along to keep Tilly safe. Uh, you and you and Dowlin were off fishing. Where is Irie in all of this? What what did she do? <laughs> well, Irie didn't, did not want to join us in the fishing, nor did she want to join Demesis and Tilly. Um, so apparently she spent the day wandering around the village talking to the anglers and trying to get them to unionize. What? Wait, wait a minute. Unionize? <laughs> aren't they already unionized? Isn't that the isn't that what the anglers are? Well, apparently it wasn't enough for Irie. Uh, we heard about it in the evening over dinner at the inn. Uh, as, as they continued the discussion, there were a number of anglers there, and they were all talking very. Uh, well, sometimes seriously, sometimes jove jovially at the um, at the subject they they bought a lot of Pandaren plum wine for Irie perhaps a little more than she should have been drinking oh, no. but she kept asking about why aren't the anglers why isn't the anglers organization based in this nice little village instead of way out in the Kasserang wilds now, this would be a much better and more convenient location for everyone, um, she ins she insisted. She she said, "Mark my words. This has something to do with money, power, and class." Oh. She said that a number of times. <laughs> so, so Irie was a little bit in her cups, but still very much Irie, huh? Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, and oh, she boy. did make it back to our cottage, but she was far too drunk to climb the stairs. Oh, so no. we made her comfortable on a pile of fishing nets there. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure how the owner of the cottage felt about that, since he was repairing uh, a net even as we were trying to put her to bed. Uh, but oh, no, yeah, and then the rest of us went upstairs. And we uh, spent some time in the soaking tub and then all slept very well with the sea breezes blowing around us and, and in the fresh air, we all slept very soundly. Well, Professor, this sounds like it was just, uh, this was just a, an amazing, a very, very wonderful and, and restful uh, ladies day uh, lady it sounds like a weekend you, you actually took an entire weekend mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it, it sounds like you all had a marvelous time hopefully Irie uh, it, uh, hopefully she remembers that she was she was pretty drunk huh <laughs> well she she didn't feel too well the next morning um, but I'm sure that she's over it by now and 
Perhaps we'll go back again to talk to the anglers, the fishermen there, about her ideas since they all seem to enjoy it so much. Well, that's fantastic. Well, Professor, that sounds like it was just a wonderful, and you had a good time. How was the I fishing? Did. How I was did. the fishing? The fishing was great. Um, we didn't catch any of the exotic fish because we didn't stay near Johnny Rotten, but we caught, you know, a lot of carp and a lot of other things that were made. Well, we actually gave them to the innkeeper and they formed part of our dinner that night. That's wonderful. You know, I have a wonderful memory of you and I taking a trip uh, in the early days of the show out to the Timeless Isle and uh, fishing there. And uh, I, have, I have very fond memories of that. So I'm glad you and uh, you and Dowlin enjoyed that and, uh, and that all of you had such a wonderful time in Sri La Village in, uh, in the lovely Jade Forest. Professor, thank you so much for being back in the studio with us. We really appreciate it. Um, I haven't seen my grades for the semester yet. I, I know I, I turned in all my papers, I, 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 and I'm pretty sure I turned them in on time. Am I going to see those sometime soon? Grades are due by the end of the week, and I'll be turning them in then. And probably next week they'll be available to you. Okay. Any hints how I'm doing? You did okay. I did okay. All right. Okay. All right. I did okay. I'll take an okay from you. I'll take it that that's, you know, that's that's high. high uh, an okay is high praise coming from you. So I will take the okay. <laughs> All right. Professor, thank you again for coming on the show with us today and talking. Uh, we look forward to having you uh, on the show quite a bit more, uh, in, in, you know, in the future. Thank you. Oh, and you want to close it out with our uh, our normal uh, closing line? Do you remember what it is? Make your own turnip. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Whether you're just passing through our fair village or our local resident, we hope you'll drop by. And when you do, remember to ask Denden Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarens at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. See you next week. And remember, make your own turnip. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.
www.thebigbook.com.